Welcome to Young and Finch, the podcast made by Korean millennials. Today's episode will be the first segment of a new series, Pop for Thought. What's going on, everybody? My name is Brian. I hope everyone had a safe and amazing week. Today, we got a special one. The segment is called Pop for Thought. And for those who don't know what pop is, it basically means rice or a bowl of rice in Korean. It essentially translates to rice for thought, which can be translated to food for thought. So these episodes are going to be an ongoing series where the three of us come up with two different questions about anything we want without telling each other in advance. So with that being said, let's jump into the first question. Alright, so the first question I have for you guys is, are you guys ready? Yes, sir. Yep. What do you think the world will look like in 50 years? Ooh. In okay. 50 years. Let me give you guys some context about what's happening right now in 2020. Okay. All right. So we got artificial intelligence. We got self-driving slash self-parking cars. Mm-hmm. And the concept of physical money is disappearing. It's, it's Everything is all going digital. Right. Right. We got Amazon. We got the internet. Things are getting better. And one of the things that I heard on a podcast recently, the Joe, Joe Rogan podcast, he had Elon Musk on it as a guest. He was talking about this project that they're working on. Have you guys heard of Neuralink? Of course. I have not. Can you explain it? So basically, he was saying that they're going to develop like this chip that's going to be inserted into your brain. And what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to, I guess, essentially just elevate the quality of your life you know you, you get less health problems you're you're much smarter you're more you know it just kind of boosts your cognitive function one thing that i guess joe rogan talked about was that people will aren't going to communicate in the future because we'll we'll just kind of communicate you know like robots like there's actually no physical like mouth moving we'll just kind of pick up i don't know some kind of vibrations or like brain signals yeah brain signals and I guess I, I thought about it. It's kind of like when we're driving, you know, when we turn on the right right hand signal and people automatically, you know, people think that we're going to make the right turn without actually physically communicating. Do you, get, you guys get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the advancement of technology was so, it's so crazy, even just 30 years ago, mm. looking back at when your parents were, you know, in their 20s or whatever. And that hasn't even been that long ago. I say that was like 30 years yeah. ago is quite insane um but nowadays technology is so prevalent kids are always want the latest tech you know they grew up with technology like i didn't have my phone when i was until i was in high school but nowadays kids get cell phones when they're what like grade five grade six so what do you guys think um what do you think the world will look like in 50 years and i guess 50 years from now would be 2070 2070 yeah that's crazy um i think yeah, like you said, Brian, even 10 years ago, sorry, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. um, the kids that in our age used to just go out and play basketball or used to play computer games that are MapleStory, <laughs> that's very, you know, old-fashioned, I would say, uh, compared to the games that we see now, mm-hmm. right? It was very, I would say it's a much more simpler time. Mm-hmm. And that was just 15 years ago, right? If you go back like 15 years Further from that, so like 30 years from now, mm-hmm. it's 
you can see how rapid technology has taken us. Yeah. Obviously, there's an exponential rate of how technology is advancing each year. So, like in 50 years, it might look completely different from what obviously from today, right? So, I think, like you said, the self-driving cars, self-driving trucks, they're all gonna be, I think, implemented by not even 50 years, maybe in like five years. I think so too. Yeah. Um. I think a lot of the jobs that we have today are going to be automated yeah. by robots, AI. Yeah, that's already happening. Yeah. Right. Um, another example that I could think of is, you know, the McDonald's kiosks, right? Yeah. That takes orders for for you. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think a lot of the blue collar, I think. It's, yeah. it's called blue collar, right? Like Not the more, white collar. The more labor jobs. So obviously, I think in 50 years, a lot of the blue collar jobs will be replaced by robots but at the same time um the world kind of operates whether you know people like it or not kind of thing so there's going to be new jobs um relating to robot uh, you know you know there's going to be a need for people to fix robots you know make the robots program the robots so um, i think a lot of the job aspects is going to change over the years um that's more of a serious answer, but you know, you know, kind of going out of the serious bubble. Maybe we'll see some uh, self, or mm-hmm. sorry, flying cars. That'd be crazy. Like back to the yeah. Future. We'll actually mm-hmm. see it. It was funny because in the back of, in the movie Back of the Future, it was supposed to be twenty. I think that was it. 2012, 2014. It's like right now. when the movie was portraying their future. And then they said they had they had flying cars in the movie. I'm like, what the? <laughs> There's nothing like that right now. Um, yeah, but I don't really see anything like futuristics in 50 years, right? Like aliens or like we, maybe we will find a way to inhabit Mars. Ooh, maybe that'll be a big big breakthrough. But I don't see anything like, you know, in the movies where robots take over the world. Have you watched the movie iRobot? Or have you guys watched that movie, iRobot? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Or like um, the movie with... I forgot what it was called. Anyways. Yeah, I don't think robots are going to take over the world. I think humans are still smarter. But, you know, you never know. That's 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 my mm-hmm. two cents. Mm-hmm. Never know. Interesting. How about you, Josh? 50 years. 50 years. Well, I mean, I think you guys are talking... You guys touched on more of the technological advance advancements that w- you guys think would happen in, in 50 years. I agree. Obviously, tech technology has been increasing at an exponential rate. Um, so I definitely think that self-driving cars. I mean, I'm hoping the infrastructure set up for automated driving will be better. Uh, I mean, I mean, will be fully set up. You know, so that like everyone's driving automated cars. The cars are communicating with each other, and then. You know, hopefully it's a it's a much safer, um, such much like a much safer experience to drive. But I mean, technology aside, I think um, in fifty years, I think the world is going to be a much grayer place. You know, um, especially the way things are going with the environment. I think you know, Wait, first you say greater co- or grayer, grayer, like uh, grayer, lack of color, like in between mm. white and black. Yeah, mm. exactly. Wow, Andrew. Artistic. But I'm not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be grayer for sure. I mean, think about the way that the environment is going right now, right? How much of right. the, in, you know, how many species are we losing of, of animals, of wildlife, of, right. of plants, the resources, right? 
the waters you know yeah. we're, we're losing so many species in the ocean you know all the reefs mm-hmm. if you look at the photos of of the reefs from from like now versus you know 50 years ago to like even further back you're it's like it's a di- completely different spectrum everything's white now you know there's no color in the in the reefs at all and i think that the trash that we're producing as people and we're not we're not taking care of that that's one thing that we're not dealing with right now and in 50 years that's going to show i think um so all that's going to end up in natural habitats that's going to end up in the third third world countries you know um i think in 50 year old 50 years the world's going to be like the the disparity between high class and the poor people will be even bigger i think especially if things keep going the way things are going right now and i'm hoping that we have flying cars dude that'd be fucking sick yeah, I just have one thing to add to Josh's point about the world being grayer. I think once we get to that point where we have to kind of focus on planet Earth and all that's like toxic, not toxic, all that's like pollution and why, like pollution pretty much, right? And I think we will act accordingly when the time comes. You know what I'm saying? But the time is now. We should be working on that now. What I mean we by be putting more resources into that now, right? Uh, but I think once if it gets more serious, at a point where people are acknowledging it more, because right now not a lot. Of, it's like half and half, right? No. Well, I mean, you mean in terms of like the people's reaction to it? Yeah. It's, what I mean by yeah, it's like like for me, I don't see it as an emergency at the moment. Oh, man. But that's what I'm saying. In the future, maybe there's cases or news out there in the world where it might bring to my attention where I need to put more focus into it. Then, Mm. you know, a lot of people will think the same. I'm just saying that a lot of people aren't thinking that it's a big issue right now, in my opinion. I agree. And I think that's the problem. Yeah, it's a problem for sure. I agree. But I also believe that in the future when the time comes and when something serious, more serious happens, then I think a lot of people will change their minds and, you know, act upon it. But, you know, you never know. So, Brian, what do you think? Can you answer your question? (laughs) Well, I think technology and all these advancements are, you know, all these things have its benefits pros and cons with every situation but i guess it depends on what you do with it and how you use it like even 30 years ago we have all these different medical you know advancements like knee replacement hip replacements that you know changing people's lives yeah with all these technologies but on the other hand you know nowadays kids are all always on their phone they're not talking to each other they're not going out You know, obese rate is going up and things like that. So there's all, you know, I guess there's both sides to a coin. But um, I guess for me, my conclusion is you can't resist or you can't stop the transition. So the best thing for you to do is to just go with the flow. You know, why, Mm -hmm. why, why, why fight against what's happening? The world is going to keep getting better. The world is going to keep producing new things better things 
So as long as you're smart about it and as long as you, you know, don't get consumed and as long as you keep, you know, the principal things in life and you don't, you don't lose that touch, I think you can use technology to, you know, your benefit and, and improve your life. That's certainly what I'm doing. Like there's so many resources yep. out there that I could just hop on the internet and just Google and have like an answer right away, you know? Like we're facts, the, facts. like we're the only generation that can, you know, it's so easy for us to learn anything. Like Andrew, for you, you learn you're learning how to code on the internet, wow. right? It's like I'm we're learning how to do this podcast over the internet. Like it's like we have all these resources available on the internet. So I, I think, you know, why, as long as you're smart with, you know, what what you're doing. And like what you're consuming into your mind, then I, I don't see, um, I think the world is eventually going to be better. Yeah. So second question is from me. If you had all the knowledge now, what would you choose between getting a hundred million dollars at this moment now, no cap, or you get the option to go back to your first year with all the knowledge you, that you have? Mm-hmm and first year of university yeah first year of university okay yeah. right and all the world events that happened so let, let's say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. most recently the dodgers won right yeah once you live up to the same age that you're at right now uh-huh. you could only make 110 million but at the at the at this point in time now you could make more in the future obviously so it's it's basically comparing 100 million versus 110 million plus reliving your youth but isn't that better then to re- relive your youth? But the risk is you don't get to make 110 million. Oh, that's no question. I would definitely take the 100 million now. I think I'm the type where when I look back at my university, I think it's more so because of university. I look back at it fondly and man, no regrets. You know, I did I did what I wanted to do. I partied it up. You know, I feel like I experienced, you know, a pretty good amount so I'm, I'm pretty happy with my university experience but with 100 million now put that all into real estate put that all into investments grow that that's a that's a generational inheritance right for my next 50 generations like we're all good so uh easy answer for me i'll take the 100 million now what about you brian i would i would go back really yeah i would go back why because I think with the knowledge that I have now, mm-hmm. I think I am I I'm more aware of like what I want to do with my life. Mm. So I think I I'm, I'm more it's okay to like just kind of restart and you know let's say for example pick a program that you're that I'm actually interested in and yeah. things like that and kind of build your career and you have more resources available this time right. So, you know, mm. like the people that you want to associate with, um, you know, like what you want to do every day. And like you've had your, you know, first experience of you working in the university and you know what worked out and what didn't work out. So this is like another opportunity for you to just kind of relive that and make and make it even better. You know, so it's like you don't really yeah. get a second chance of life, but I think I guess in this case you do. And you get an opportunity to make $110 million easy money bro like you you know what championship like who the nba champions were in 2010 like you just bet all your money you make like 200 million dollars right there 
Right. Nah, bro, you're capped off at 110. Well, I guess in both scenarios, like money is really not an issue. Yeah. It's just, I guess, what you want with your life and, mm. you know, things like that. I mean, I, I wouldn't trade my youth for anything, too. I think those are your prime years to do anything and get away with shit. True. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, for me, I think I would stick by Brian's answer. Because 110 million, I don't think the question here is about the money because like in the top of my head, I could name the past 10, you know, NBA championships. I could name the past 10 MLB championships, right? So if I took out loans, right, and just all in on who won at each championships or each game. Wait, why does it have to be sports betting though? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Andrew's just hooked right now. (laughs) It doesn't have to be sports betting, but I'm just saying that's, yeah. in my in my opinion, the most easiest way to, you know, cash out. True. Yeah. Right. Fastest. Yeah. Or it has it could be stocks too, right? Yeah. I think if you said if you said like back to 2008, I would have chosen the other answer, because then I definitely would have. No, but I you don't have money. Capitalized. You're, you're in grade eight. How are you gonna invest? Well, no, that's. I mean, you be smart about it. You know. Bro, imagine knowing what you know now in grade eight. Bro, you'll like traumatize other kids. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think, yeah, so to my point, I, I don't think the money is the issue because I think it's easy. It would be easy if you know everything yeah. and what would happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think the option to, like Brian said, go back and study something that you want to do or do something that you want to do, right? True. Or like, I think there's so much more freedom and just the you know just the option to reliving your youth is yeah. much more valuable than you know having that safety of 100 million because again money you could always earn if you have the knowledge big facts yeah my question's a little bit more lighthearted i guess um i guess in light of everything that's going on um this question is not applicable but if you could travel anywhere in the world right now where would you go but the catch is you can only bring one backpack and you can fit as much as you can in that one backpack. Where would you go? What would you bring? Now, the conditions are there are no limits on money. There are no limits on duration. Um, and you can assume that you have your essentials like your passport, toiletries, um, phone, wallet. Like that's all covered. It's just everything else. So where would you go? Oh, what would man. you pack? Money Boom. is not an issue. Let's say no, money's not an issue. You can go anywhere in the world for as long as you want, but you can only pack a backpack. Hmm. So you can't buy clothes there? Well, you can, but you can only fit a backpack. Well, if I have all the money, I could just buy clothes there. No, but that's not the... Yeah, but you can buy the clothes. In terms of what you can carry around with you and travel, it's only one backpack. And it's only one country, right? You're not traveling around. I would say I want to go all across Europe to like a little backpacking journey. <laughs> one, country. one country. Oh, one, one country. country. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, one country. Hmm. Well, right now, my bucket list is to go to Spain. Ooh. Yeah. Um, because I guess uh, my ex was a Spanish. So I have a lot, a lot, a lot of inference from that. 
Ay, caliente. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister and, and uh, my brother-in-law also went to Spain last year and did like a road trip. Like they rented out a car and just kind of drove all around Spain. Yeah. Like that, I think that sounds... And like I saw their pictures and it was such a vibe. And Spain is, you know, they're so rich in culture. They're so like passionate about life. Everyone is just relaxed. So you want that Spanish passion, eh? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they have a lot to offer. What you guys like? You guys don't like Spain or what? No, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm down, dude. Josh, Josh is being stupid. Spain's Spain's a beautiful country, and their food. Yo, I'm down for yeah, some paella. Food. Send that paella. I'm down, for, I'm, I'm, down, I'm down for some tapas. Oh shit, I'm yeah. down. Yeah, I'll probably go to Spain. Okay, yeah. cool. I think I would go to. So the conditions are backpack and i get to stay there for as long as i want oh wait no 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 wait brian what would you pack though in your backpack what would i pack in my backpack yeah in your backpack what would you pack in your backpack back sorry i would what would you pack in your backpack up a cookie pack sorry uh i mean you guys know i already went on like a little backpacking trip to southeast asia because the thing is, you got a big ass backpack and you have to carry it every, wherever you go. So it's yeah. better to pack light and pack only the essential. True. And just kind of like do laundry like wherever you go. like But like yeah, kind of yeah. just like re, re, uh, new, re uh, use the clothes that you've been wearing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the point of these trips are not to, you know, get like a nice candid Instagram photos. You're there to just kind of emerge in the culture and meet new people and you know, just just you know, dive into their the the experience of living overseas, right? Facts. So for me, it's like yeah. if I want to go to a place where I want to take like nice Instagram photos, then you know, you should bring like a big ass luggage. You know, <laughs> but ah, but you can't. So what are you yeah, packing but, in your backpack? Okay, okay. Brian? So I, I mean, you got you need your <laughs> clothes. The cube, bro. You need your clothes. You need. <laughs> no, just I clothes. need details, bro. You just need clothes. You, you're just, it's just it's a medium sized backpack. I need details, bro. I would bring my laptop yes, and, my, and my camera. I, I would definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I what mean, about that Spanish passion. I mean, I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you can you can never be uh, you can never too be safe. Yeah, too safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would bring my laptop. I would bring like my phone and just record everything. I think making like a vlog would be kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just kind of vlog wherever you go. That's it. I just need my clothes, my passport, my laptop, my phone, and I'm good. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something you guys have, but I don't I don't really see the need for anything else. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I Andrew. mean, yeah, I would go to um North York. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a place called young and finch you should check it out <laughs> um so the condition let me re- reiterate questions sure so one backpack i could stay one. as long as i want mm-hmm. and money is not an issue yep so i'm not really a guy that likes to travel i'm not really interested in you know immersing myself into cultures so if i had the option to go to a country money's not an issue 
I could buy clothes there. I think I'll just go to Korea or Japan. Wait, what was your first answer? Korea. Korea or Japan? Korea or Japan. Yoksi, Korean boy. Because, like I said, I'm not really into the traveling aspect. I'm more into meeting people, you know, partying it up. Well, not, not so much partying it up, just meeting people, I guess, in general. Yeah. And just, you know, living the nightlife of a country. But yeah. why Korea, though? Because uh, Korea is lit. That's true. <laughs> and, and it's like back to our episode three, you know, living as a Korean Canadian in mm. Canada. Make sure to nice. check that out. <laughs> our, yeah, so just living within a country that are the same race as you, same uh, nationality would be pretty interesting. Because I haven't lived more than a month well, prior, prior to me being six, I guess I lived there, but... After that, I haven't lived there more than a month. So I think it would be interesting to see how it would be just living there as a, you know, permanent resident. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not really relatable to me because I don't really like traveling. Okay. And it's kind of hard True. to... Would you bring a condo? Hard for me That's to fair. answer. <laughs> bring a con- I could just buy it there. Oh. No, but then Canadian condoms. Backpack, it's only condoms. <laughs> <laughs> That's cap, like Colin. There's like piles on the floor as soon as you open it. I said that joke twice already. This guy's running it's out a of punch content. <laughs> All right. What, what's the answer, Josh? Where are you going? Um, no, solid answers. I like that it's, it's a little diverse, you know. Brian wants to immerse himself. Andrew wants to go clubbing. All good, you know. Different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose Greece because that's that's on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful country. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's very warm by the water so i don't need to pack a lot of stuff i put a lot of thought into my packing so (laughs) in my backpack it would be 10 underwear 10 white Uh t-shirts one pair of linen pants one pair of swim shorts my laptop sunglasses and runners that's all i need and i'll just recycle those t-shirts pair of pants you know wash wait did you say 10 white t-shirts 10 white t-shirts okay 10 underwears and that's it so you're going uh minimalistic in a way yes sir yeah i feel like when you're at a country like that right yeah. it's just like why even stress about what you're gonna wear just put on a t-shirt put on your sunglasses and go out there you know yeah so basically same color t-shirt <laughs> what nice never mind cut that out you don't know the joke you don't no, know i got it i, I got it i got it mama told me uh, i got you bro i got you true all right Sick. Nice. Short and sweet question. All right, Brian, what's the next question? All right. So the second question I have is, if you guys could share a meal with three any individuals, who would they be? This is a, it's any meal? Yeah, just like at a dinner table. So it's dinner. Yeah, let's say dinner. Let's say dinner and on a... Does it have to be fictional or non-fictional? It could be anything. People. It could be anything. Dead or alive? So for me, the three I have is Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Mm. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Barack Obama. Oh, shit. And then my grandpa. Because for Kobe, Damn. for Kobe, he was my like idol growing up. Yeah. 
And I literally watched so many Lakers games when I was in high school. And these games would be at like 10.30 at nighttime. But I would still like stay up to like 2 o'clock to watch them. Ooh. And like what the one thing that I really like loved about Kobe, obviously, is the Mamba mentality. Yeah. And, you know, he was a known to be a killer on the court, an assassin. He wanted to dominate, you know, every time he stepped on the floor. And, you know, when he was off the floor, he was a great family man. He loved his family. He loved his daughters. And, you know, that mentality also carried over, you know, after his retirement. He was a you know, great businessman. He won the Oscar. So he was essentially what you can call as, you know, a winner, a winner of life. And I just mm-hmm. want to, like, dive into what he was thinking, like how, like what influenced him and why he was thinking like that and things like that. Yeah. Like his passion and what drove him, you know, to want to achieve all those things. And the second person was president Obama. And, you know, as he's the first president, he's the first black president in the United States. And, you know, we're all aware of the racism and all the violence that's happening in America. So I just want to know, like, about his life growing up and also, like, who influenced his life, his role models, and also how he went through eight years of president in America. Like, if you think about it, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. That came a long way. And, you know, he's he's a great family guy. He's well-respected, very charismatic. And I think I definitely want to just kind of pick out his brains. Mm -hmm. And lastly... I have my grandpa and um, my grandpa just passed away a few months ago, not because of Corona, but he had cancer. Um, so I immigrated to Canada when I was eight years old. So I, you know, didn't see my Korean family relatives um, as much as you know I was when I was in Korea. And I remember all the time spent when was with my grandpa when I was little before coming to Canada. And I wish I just got to know him more. Like as I grew older, as I, you know, hit puberty and I just kind of became, you know, my own person and just kind of talked to him. And and my grandpa was also a very like successful, like businessman in Korea when Korea was just starting, you know, to pick up after the war. You know how Korea was dirt poor, like in the 1950s and 60s? Yeah, yeah. Like my grandpa did something to you know, become really successful in Korea. So I, I don't know. I just want to chat it up with him over like a bottle of soju. <laughs> Pour up. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. Wait, what did he do? So he was he, he was like a restaurant owner. From what I know, I don't know the full details either. But I guess that restaurant did really well. And then, I don't know. That's what my mom told me. <laughs> she, yeah. that's sick though. Yeah. So who's your three? Damn. Who's your three, Andrew? Wait, no, but... What would you eat? What would be your meal of choice? I would love to show Kobe and uh, President Obama some Korean food. Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, like a Korean barbecue with some soju. Like, bro, I'll, I'll make a little sam. Like, put it in Kobe's mouth. Put it in his <laughs> 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 mouth. <laughs> you know. Yeah, those are three. I say role models that influenced my life. Well, I have I have one that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Um, maybe not three. Okay. But I've been re- <laughs> I've been listening to Dax a lot, the rapper. He did covers on a lot of tracks. So he did a cover for What's Poppin', the remix version. 
He did a cover. He did a cover for Godzilla, the Eminem song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With his own lyrics, right? And some of his word plays and his punchlines. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do how does he think of that, right? What does he say? So I really want to talk. What's a line? Do you know? Do you remember any lines? So yeah, he said one one line was two guns in my pockets, and he says CDs like CDs. Uh-huh. He's like, you better walk, man. Bars. Ooh. Yeah, and that's like heat. that's like just one. Yeah. Like every line that he spits is a bar in that in that song. I can show you guys after, but yeah. Um, so I was just I was like, damn, like how do people think of something so creative and make it sound so good? Yeah. Um. So I kind of want to just see how he, pro- like how his brain processes, and how he comes up with these lyrics. Because mm-hmm. it's like, like if I sit on a table, I don't think I would be able to, like, come up with anything remotely close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And another, actually, another person that just came up would be someone that is like really good at programming. But I don't know anyone that's mm. like super smart. These are all related to things that I'm doing at the present moment, so it might change like a month from now. You're right? rapping? No, 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 I'm not rapping. I'm just <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> but it's like I'm immersed into it, right? Yeah. So maybe yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. I think he would be pretty interesting to see how he built Facebook. Yeah. And what mm. he did to learn with no resources at that time. Yeah. How he learned because it's a lot. I'm sure it would be a lot easier for him if he started it now. True. Yeah. So what would you eat? I would probably eat some tejikukbap. Sorry. <laughs> oh. It's just what I'm craving right now. <laughs> Wait, so, so, so for those non-Koreans, what is tejikukbap? It basically translates to pig soup. <laughs> Rice. Pig, soup. pig, yeah. It's like Intestine. broth with rice and there's like intestine it sounds really nasty but yeah, it's really good it's really sounds good. good to me damn yeah 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 it's a, it's a really tough question i'm not i'm not really sure yeah this i don't have like i don't have anything that's like set in stone that that's i could fine. refer to i mean if, yeah. if those things At pop in your head time. just say it whatever no but i'm saying it could change in a month because that's just what i'm into right now yeah so cool. you're saying in a month you're not gonna want to eat dinner with dax <laughs> Fuck, probably dude. not sorry <laughs> sorry dax sorry dax no, no Tweji Kukpap for you. Sorry. Yeah. You know Dax right. is Canadian? Oh, is I, he? I did not know yeah. that. I didn't know that. Shit. All right, Jay. I would, um, off the top, I think I would want to eat dinner with people that would provide stimulating conversation. Similar to what Andrew said, I think I would choose people that align with, you know, my personal interests. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite artists growing up was actually Pablo Picasso, and uh, I've read some of his biographies. I know that he's had uh, quite an interesting life, you know, a lot of women, a lot of parties, um, and a lot of interesting aspects in his childhood and growing up, and and to be such a pivotal piece in terms of modern art history, I think that there was an immense amount of pressure on him in terms of people's expectations, as well as the type of work that he had to produce. And I think that was super interesting. Um, But also, again, going back to the fact that he partied a lot, I think that'd be a good time. So first one would be Pablo Picasso. Wait, is this Picasso like the the artist? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I didn't know he was a party guy. Well, I don't know about party guy, but he had a a pretty notorious life. He Mm -hmm. was like a 
womanizer. I almost forgot about that artistic side of yours, Josh. What artistic side? Like you like you like painting and things like that. Yeah, I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so first would be Pablo Picasso. Uh, second, I would choose one of my personal favorite architects, uh, Le Corbusier. He was uh shout out to Le Corbusier. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Le, Le Corbusier, just a personal uh, favorite. I think I just have a lot of questions. I think when you're looking at historical figures, um, biographies and documentaries never do justice. You know, you want to get to know what was going on in their minds uh, mm-hmm. at that time. And uh, again, he was uh, just a game changer for modern architecture. So um, definitely would love to pick his brain, mm-hmm. have a couple of drinks with him as well. Soju. And then for the last. Yeah. Soju. Yeah. Nah, bro. Can't do soju. Nah. Pour up that brown liquor. You know what I'm saying? That Henny. Sorry. <laughs> for the real brown, one. brown poop. Sorry. What the? <laughs> for the and brown poop that you saw today. <laughs> what the? <laughs> All right. Last one. Um, last one. I would choose David Chang. Who's that? Super famous. Uh. Or I guess he's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Korean American restaurant tours right now. Oh. You know, he did Momofuku. He has documentaries on Netflix, like Ugly Delicious. He's featured a lot in a lot of um, food media and whatnot. And again, he's also just notorious for being super creative and integrating a lot of uh, Korean recipes and influences and with the american culture and making it really approachable for americans while i i see him like retaining a lot of the integrity of korean culture and the flavors and the palates and stuff like that so is he uh with david first gen or uh i think he's i think he's still born in born in korea but his uh, from what i can tell from his youtube videos and stuff like that his career is not very good but I mean, if, if I'm drinking, if I'm eating with David Chang Hyung, you know, I got to pour up a little soju, you know, pour up a little makgeolli, you know, make a yeah, little soulmate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and my food of choice would just be tacos. I think everyone likes tacos, you know? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Taco That's a good question. Tuesday. Damn. Tuesday. All right. Second question for me. So imagine that you're not talking to anyone, but just us three. Okay. Mm-hmm. No one else is listening to us. Like right now? What is something that... Yeah. So what is something that you're proud of, but you can't really show it off to people because it'll make you seem cocky? Hmm. Huh. Something I'm proud of? Hmm. Is it? Did you have something specific or it, it can just be anything that I'm proud of? Could be anything. It, something that it I, could be anything that you're proud of, but you don't really like going out around saying it. Because? Because it might, it might make you seem... It might make you look bad. Do you have anything like that? So what you're saying is you have something that you are proud of that you don't want to share because it'll make you look bad. So now you're asking the question so that you can no, share no. that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, it's, I mean, I'll, to I'll make me look, you know, to like, make you look bad? Not make you look bad, but it's Probably like, people are going to be like, oh, this guy's so arrogant. Like, yeah, something like that. It's like, but if I say it now, it doesn't might. that make me arrogant? If other people are listening? Yes. Brian, you arrogant <laughs> motherfucker. You take that back. Yeah, but, you know, I asked the question, so. Yeah, yeah no, it's mm, Let me see. Huh. Something about myself that I'm proud of. I mean, I think I'm right, pretty so humble. I, so let I, me just start. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you want to start? So, back in university, mm-hmm. right, when you meet someone new, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of the conversation starts with 
you know, school, yeah. right? The superficial you know, things. Yeah, superficial things. Yeah. What do you study? And when I introduce myself, right? Okay. So when people look at me, they don't base, you know, they don't match the dots where I attended a STEM-based school, mm-hmm. studied a STEM-based program. And when I introduce myself and tell them that, they get really surprised. Or not everyone, but some people do. And I've kind of took that as something like, oh, you know, I'm not a basic book cover. There's more more to that, more to the cover than, or more to the book than the cover. And uh, when they have that response, I'm like, oh, like I try to act very humbly and modest, but in the... In my deep heart, or in my, when I'm thinking is, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, the shit, sorry. You're like, oh man, isn't this, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, this, it's just, you know, life, you know? Wait, so you're telling me you didn't go to a STEM-based school? That's crazy to me, sorry. What do you mean, I did? No, I'm just, I'm saying you're like that to them. Uh, no, they're like, they're like, I thought you studied, I thought you studied liberal arts. I'm like, nope, I studied math. And they're like, wow, really? Like, I'm like, oh my yeah, God. I mean. And then I I throw a little sprinkle saying like yeah you know everyone can do it if they try try the best but in my <laughs> mind I'm just like yeah bitch that's who I am <laughs> okay you know halfway through your answer I was gonna say I don't think that that would make people think you know badly of you and then I heard the other half and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah I mean if they knew what I was thinking yeah then I'd be they would probably that's what I mean it's like yeah. deep inside I'm like. I'm like a little evil. Okay. Also, we're opening uh, up, eh? Interesting. No, but mm. it's. I think. I think I actually became a lot humble when I went to New York because there's so many better people. Oh yeah. With that Ivy League under the yeah. belt. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. damn. Ivy can't League say yeah, shit anymore. But I also think that education is not everything. No, not for sure too. That I agree. But I'm just saying, back when I was in university, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I'll go next. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a trait that people, like I don't think people would look badly upon me if I had this, but maybe they're kind of like, what gives you the right, <laughs> kind of thing. Okay. Um, but I think for me, one thing I'm really proud of about myself is, I think, I think I have the ability to read people as well as navigate conversations Mm -hmm. pretty effectively um and so i think in a way that allows me to um get along with people very easily and to me that's it's very it's very easy it's very no effort Mm -hmm. um it comes very natural Mm -hmm. and so that's something i'm very proud about myself Mm -hmm. but i think maybe someone heard me say that they might be like yo you're boring as fuck and i'm like damn that was cold but you know like i'll take that you know do you, I don't do know, you I, ever I, not get along with people josh yeah of course i think everyone has people they don't I mean get like along when with. you first meet them though <laughs> okay there's there's it's gonna sound horrible but there are some people and again it's no judgment it's no judgment on them there's a judgment on me i guess but there are some people when i just look at them uh-huh. i just don't like them and yeah. they might be it's a great judging person. And so, like, but everyone it's does weird. that. It's, it's, it, it, yeah, but it's like, for me, 99% of the time, I'm cool with anybody. I'm, 
you know, I'm able to talk, you know, have a conversation and engage and I'm, I'm all good. But for, for that 1%, uh-huh. I don't know what it is. And I don't, there's no, there's no like, there's no commonality in these people, but there are these 1% of people when I look at them, it's either how they look or how, like how they're looking at me or their energy or their personality or something. But like the 1%, I just like, I just, it's just like something is off and I just, I just can't fuck with you. And I, I do have that. Well, do you want to, do you want to go into detail about that? Like how do you look? No, I, honestly, like it happens so infrequently that like, I don't, I don't even know, but mm. I know that there have been these tendencies, like maybe once every three years I run into somebody and I'm like that person, like I don't fuck with that person for some reason. Like I just don't yeah. fuck with them, you know? When's the last time that happened? So I went to Hawaii um, for a couple months to help out with some nonprofit stuff uh, back in 2014. Um, and while I was there, there was this other girl at the, at that home base, basically. And she was really nice. She was really kind. But there was something about her demeanor that really put me off. Mm. And it was like she had this very, like, I think it was, I don't know, like this kind of like aggression in her, like the way that she was like looking at me and stuff like that. She had that bitch face. And again, I got to know her. No, it's not, it's not bitch face. So it's different because there are people who have bitch faces. You know, it's common. You know, you walk around downtown Toronto, you'll see, you'll see bear bitch faces. <laughs> but it was, it was, it's something else. I, I can't, I, I don't know what it is, but mm. there is that thing. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's fair. I think everyone has that. I think everyone has, you know, something that they like in terms of like first impression. Like if you grew up yeah. seeing people, let's say your dad or your mom has like naturally like furrowed eyebrows, then I think as you grow up, if you see people like that with furrowed eyebrows, you're, you're gonna like them more than people with like maybe regular eyebrows. Yeah. So like Anthony Davis will like <laughs> a lot of unibrow people. It's <laughs> just an example, but I, I think maybe it's just no i i agree kind of i have people that have that i don't like that have certain tendencies yeah. but it, it's like it's 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 unusual for me i think when that happens because mm. i'm True. like like i like most people bro if you like 99 percent, that's pretty good because like sometimes when i'm at work <laughs> man like i'm like i do not want to fucking associate with this person at all sorry 99 as in like i'm able to tolerate 99 percent. no that's good that's one percent is that's good character for sure what about you brian um i think even just this year i think this year i felt this the most but like i feel like i'm um able to just live a more fulfilling and like driven like purpose purposeful life so i feel like i know i kind of have an idea about like what i want to do what i want to work towards so I'm, i'm i'm proud of my journey that i've been on for the past six months only six months ago because before that i was i wouldn't say depressed but i was pretty down like i didn't want to know i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life i just kind of felt stuck but yeah i'm proud of you know being able to just kind of go over that obstacle and just kind of have this momentum going for me right now 
I don't know. I don't know if people might view that as arrogance or whatever, but maybe people would be jealous. Maybe, you know? maybe they'll be jealous, but I, I, a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. I mean, I think goals and things like that always change, but as of right now, I think I know like what I want to do and I don't know. I guess my, 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 my day-to-day life is a bit more exciting and fulfilling than it was like six months ago. Yeah. I don't think anyone could judge you for that. <laughs> I judge you. Boring ass boy. Sorry. Yeah, maybe. The... People might think that I'm no, boring. No. no. Nah, That's... nah. That's good. It's like maybe I, I, I should be like that? just having fun, like partying it up. You know what I mean? But but you can't. You're a boomer. It's against your laws. Boomer detected. My mentality has changed for sure. I think boomer partying can wait until later. What? I I ra- what? I rather no, Sorry. like in your thirties. I rather go to a party where you can network with successful, driven people than go to like a bar or a club and hook up with ratchet people with with no goals and just you know <laughs> that they just want to party every weekend, drink, get drunk, and things like that. You know what I mean? You don't have to. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But okay, now I judge you. They're so they're so <laughs> extreme. You're saying like make productive relationships and network versus you know party with one night stand you, uh not saying nothing against one night stand but it's like you know, party against like ratchet yeah. people and who just want to do I drugs guess. and shit no but I, I would prefer like that kind of atmosphere i guess yeah, yeah. for sure i agree yeah. last question boys you know this is actually pretty fun if you had to get a tattoo from your most recent ex and you had to tattoo something on her or him it's 2020, we don't judge. What do you think they would tattoo on you? And what would you want to tattoo on them? Mm. Boom. Most recent X. And by X, I mean like serious, more serious relationship, not just like a ting or whatever. What's yours? Do you, ha- do you have yours figured out? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, you know... um, <laughs> yeah i oh it, again it's what you think she would tattoo on you yeah. and what you would tattoo on her right yeah so for me i think uh well me, my ex and i we talked about tattoos and stuff because she had quite a bit so she gave me a couple ideas and she was like if she could tattoo me she would draw uh, a small Pee-pee. little cozy <laughs> <Yes>. little house <laughs> what the <laughs> You set yourself up for that dude, one. Dude, you, you set yourself yeah. up. We're, yeah, what do you mean? We're fucking, fucking three-inch gang. Let's go, baby. Packing heater, packing nothing at all, bro. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let me, let me, let me, Wait, let me said, segue that back house? up. So, she, yeah, she would, ta- she said, I, I, from what I think, you know, I think she'd probably tattoo like a little house or family because she knows that that's really important to me. And then for me, I guess I would tattoo, uh, uh, bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. She <laughs> likes wine. She likes wine. Yeah. Mm. Drink a lot of wine. Okay. Simple, clean, simple designs. What about you, Andrew, or Brian? For me, I would tattoo on myself. She would probably tattoo uh, the Pokemon uh, coughing. You guys know that is. <laughs> Coughing, yeah. yeah. Because Why? I was probably 
well, I guess it's both sides has its own story, but I guess I think our, that relationship was pretty toxic. Damn. Um, yeah. So she'll probably draw the coughing out right on my Shit. right between my ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> So so when you when you when you when you fart it's like coughing. <laughs> and I'll be like <laughs> What would I tattoo on her? Coughing <laughs> The evolved form of coughing. <laughs> Fucking wheezing. <laughs> I don't know. I I'll, I'll probably I don't know. I would probably want her just like like a picture of a dove or something. Just want her to, uh, you know, find herself and be happy. So she's going to tattoo coughing on your ass and you're going to tattoo a dove on her? Damn, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see the point in like keeping like any anger or things like that afterwards. You know? Yeah. I just, I just wish we were, we were just not a good fit and. You know, I just, I'm sure there's a guy out there for her that'll appreciate her for who she is. And, you know, I want her to be happy and I want me to be happier. And she, she probably wants me to be happy too, right? Thanks. Andrew, what about you? I think I would tattoo a cigarette <laughs> on her. Where? And she would tattoo a, a weed joint on me. <laughs> because she introduced me to regular smoking. Which I did for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I introduced her to weed. Sounds like a perfect it's match. Cute, to me. Actually. <laughs> sounds like a perfect match. But sounds like you guys are s- still together. Sorry. <laughs> are you guys still together? What? Sorry. Maybe she thinks she's sorry. I don't know. What the? I'm gonna say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That was good. We should do that again. Yeah, what'd you guys think? Was it fun? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, guys. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Send us a like, leave a comment, follow us on our socials, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>